Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. We've just updated our Chakra ebook guide and it is now available for you to download for free. Yeah, we updated it because there was a bunch of spelling errors. Oops, but we know that you'll love this new and updated version. So head to the merrymakersisters.com forward slash Chakra, C-H-A-K-R-A, and you can get an instant download to this ebook. This ebook will help you create balance, confidence, clarity, and joy with a foundational understanding of your body's chakra energy centers. Welcome to episode 384 on the Get Merry podcast, and we're so excited to be back here with a brand new episode. We had so much good feedback from last week's episode 383, which was on the art of surrender and allowing the path of life to unfold but you've got to do the walking. This is on Ishvara Pranidana. So if you haven't tuned in, make sure you do. But this week we are talking about something different, always a different topic. Uh, and it's on your own limiting beliefs. Mm. I think this is a big topic. I think it's something that we all need to focus on. Yeah, I think it's something we all have experienced uh Definitely, some people probably struggle with it more than others. And also, in certain aspects of your life, I feel like, you know, you might be going really well in one aspect, for example, your career, and then perhaps you have these really limiting beliefs around relationships or Mm. vice versa. Or perhaps it's like, I don't know, putting yourself out there in social occasions. It's like, you know, everything else might be going really well. You feel like successful in all these other aspects, and you just don't have the confidence to go out and put yourself out there to meet new people. I mean, there's so many different aspects that make up our life and each are kind of important to have this overall fulfillment. So I think it is important to look at each section separately almost and check in if you are struggling with limiting beliefs because the first step of moving through the limiting beliefs is to recognize that you have them in the first place. Mm, so true. Self-awareness, like knowing that our mind is not on our side right now. Isn't this a funny thought, though, that our mind's not on our side, like that we are not on our own side? And we were just having a discussion off air where we were we were kind of just like, oh, my gosh, like we already have, you know, so many external factors that are sometimes against us, whether it's, I don't know, uh finances like maybe you don't have the finances to do something maybe someone else is telling you you can't do something or not believing in you maybe you've knocked on a a million doors and everyone said no and then you yourself are not on your side as well like that's not making the situation any better so we were kind of just having a bit of an aha moment being like yeah actually being on your own side is kind of the most important part Uh, to really, I guess, making any kind of change, any kind of new thing happen in your life Uh, and also making life a more enjoyable experience, Mm. (laughs) which is such a big thing because if we're just not on our side where we're really this almost, I guess, enemy of ourselves, Mm. uh, 
our not our best friend, not our cheerleader, but someone who's booing you from the stadium. With someone telling you, yourself telling you, that you're going to fail before you even try. And I think, um, you know, what all this talk is already reminding me of is that I'm reading The Surrender Experiment again by Michael A. Singer, and I know I mentioned it last episode too. However, you know, he's talking about the mind and how he's talking about his story and how he has that realisation that he is not his mind, he is not that voice. You know, you are beyond that. You are the observer of that. And I think... That's a great thing to remember that even though we might not be our biggest cheerleader, we don't have to listen to that. Mm. We can go beyond that and realize, hey, this doesn't serve me. This little voice telling me that I suck, that why do I even bother to try because I'm going to fail? Uh, Don't do that. You suck. You're bad. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, We don't have to listen to it. We don't have to act on that message. We can be higher than that. We can step beyond that. We can realize, hey, my inner voice is telling me this, but I don't have to tune in. I can turn that down. And this is what this podcast is all about. How the hell do we turn it down? Yeah, and then also can we actually teach the voice to be different and actually believe in ourselves, yes. truly believe in ourselves, because then this avoids the time spent on telling the voice to be quiet and avoiding the voice and uh, rising above the voice, because that itself takes time and energy. You know, when we have to bring awareness to the thoughts and be like, oh, like, that's not serving me, and oh, there it is again, like, that voice that isn't on my side, like, okay, I'm going to not listen to that. Like, that's still energy and time and effort. Because we have to be consciously aware of those thoughts, that means that we are spending energy on not uh, not uh, listening to those thoughts. But what if we could change the thoughts? What if we actually could be on our sides? And would that, in fact, make the journey a little less bumpy? That is the question that I'm asking. Mm, <laughs> such a good question. And I think the answer is uh, yes. Yeah, we can. It might just take a bit of time <laughs> and a bit of conscious effort, but it's worth it. I feel like it's worth it. Uh, one of the things that we talk about so much, I think it's come up so much in our teacher training, is this idea of self-belief and self-confidence. And so many of our current teacher trainees, I mean, they obviously had this self-confidence to sign up first for a training. There was that element, but there was still, you know, some of us still had that element of like, what if I can't do this? Like, what if I can't? And we had to rise above that and realize, actually, what if I just try? And I think it's also acknowledging that you don't have to be perfect. You can try and just see what unfolds. And actually, it's more than okay if you don't have this perfect, amazing, top-level result because you're just beginning. So it's like remembering that step one isn't step 100, that the start is not the end. So we need to take that first step, that initial step to get to where we want to go. But with this limiting belief, we don't even let ourselves take that first step. So it's like already we're putting this big block on ourselves. We're not even allowing ourselves the opportunity to shine, the opportunity to blossom. We're keeping ourselves small. We're keeping ourselves non-existent almost. It's like we don't even try at all and it just like... I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but you know what I mean? Like we don't even give ourselves the opportunity to start and it's very sad, I feel, when we only have this one life, this one opportunity. I think what you're trying to say (laughs) in a roundabout way from that is we need to learn to be okay with being a beginner. 
We need to learn that that is part of the process and part of the journey. And often this self-talk of disbelief and non-confidence is because we're afraid of being a beginner. We're afraid of sucking. We're afraid of the judgment of, oh, well, for example, if you wanted to start a podcast, well, well, I don't even know how to record a podcast and I've never done a podcast. I've never interviewed anybody. I've never spoken. I've never recorded myself. I'm going to suck. Yeah, you know what? You might go back to episode one and we probably were not very good. I don't even know if we're good anymore here, but we get lots of listens and we get lots of feedback and it seems to be helping people. So we might keep going. And also it's that whole thing of like, uh, we compare ourselves. We compare our starting point to someone's end point. And then we let that comparison stop us. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, this is why stories are so important. Like if you are comparing yourself to someone or, I don't know, whatever, someone who's had great success, go find their story and you'll understand their struggles. I mean, uh, there's so many great stories out there where you're like, oh, my gosh, like they went through hell and then they reached that point where you're comparing to. And it's like, Oh, and we only usually hear about that moment where they've reached that yes. point. And, you know, if we think, oh, it's an overnight success story. And why have I never heard of this person? God, they just came out of nowhere, didn't they? I mean, it's like if anyone discovered what we're doing right now, who are these people? Like, oh, what are they doing? What have they created? Oh, teacher training. Amazing. They just came out of the blue. It's like, no, we've been working on this for 10 years, you know, like 10 years of our lives. That How old are you? 30. She's 32. 32? I'm 32. She's 32. I'm 35. That's like a third of your life and like almost a third of my life. A third of our lives. And let me just say like really important years, like important formative years. Like we were growing up. Like we dedicated (laughs) our lives to this. But we were growing up making this. So like that means that there's like so many not just like business lessons but personal lessons that have been um, learned in these past 10 years. So, of course, like look back on our journey it didn't just happen overnight. It it was it occurred because of the time and the energy and the obstacles and the perceived failures and the successes and everything in between the people that we've met and the risks that we've taken and the the um the times we ran out of money and the times where we spent money on things that we shouldn't have uh, and the times where we spent money on stuff that really worked and when programs bummed like all of this stuff like. If we did a timeline, you would realize it wasn't an overnight success. And like we are like, then we could easily compare ourselves to people who are way ahead of us. And this task also helps us realize, oh, wow, they did all of that. They were in business for 40 years and then they came up with their product that they loved or the thing that they were meant to be doing. So comparison can be so stifling and we really need to make sure we let that go. And rather than comparing and letting that stop ourselves, we can look to other people and be inspired and realize, oh my gosh, if they can do it, I can do it. Yeah. And then I think it's also making sure you realize that we all realize this truth that success isn't on a one aspect of life thing. Like just because it's going really well, you know, you're, if you're talking about business, if your business is flourishing uh, and you might look at that business flourishing and you're like, oh, like mine is just beginning, like I feel like it's so uphill, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but just know that we don't, don't know the rest of their lives. Like you have so much going on in your life that's probably amazing, but there's this one little aspect that you're focusing on. So I think it's really important to have that kind of 
zoom out, check in, like holistic look at your life and all the different aspects and make sure you do have gratitude along the way because I think that really helps the mindset and that will kind of open up the self-belief and also be contributing to the letting go of those limiting thoughts. Mm. I always like that quote from Jim Carrey and how he he kind of took this lesson from his dad who was an accountant. I think he was an accountant and he got let go of this big accounting firm so he kind of failed at like his life's work even though he didn't even like accounting. Like his dad wanted to also be a comedian. His dad wanted to be a stand-up comedian. And so Jim saw his dad fail at something that he didn't even like and so he realised, well, if I can fail at things I don't even like, I may as well do something that I do like. And if I fail, well, it doesn't really matter because I can fail at things I don't even want to do. And I think this is a really important lesson. It's like if we if we don't believe in ourselves, if we allow the limiting belief to stop us, well, what else are we going to do? We might fail at the thing that we think that is the safe option or the, the, the option that's bound for success or bound for whatever it is that you think it's going to give you because it might not. It might not. So you may as well believe in yourself to do the things that you truly want to do. So if you want to go on, I don't know, if you want to take the do the Camino Trail and you've, you think, oh, I've always wanted to do that, oh, I could never walk that far, how do you know? You don't know and you could do some training and then you could do it. Or maybe you want to start the business and you think you're going to fail. How do you know? You don't know. And then I think it's also like perhaps you don't want to let go of the sense of security in the financials, for example. Like maybe you have a really well-paying job, it's very secure and you can't let go of that because obviously starting your own business is risky. But Move your risk around or move your perspective around. Okay, you might not be able to afford the new clothes you're buying every second week. You might not be able to afford to go out to dinner twice a week. But what are you giving up else, like elsewhere? You're giving up your dream. You're giving up your goals. You're giving up your true purpose. Like I would suggest perhaps that's worth more than a branded dress, bag, uh, dinner at the fancy restaurant. I'm sorry, I wholeheartedly believe that, in fact. I know that to be true, in fact. I think we all know that to be true. And it's only when we get kind of, I don't know, what's like sucked into this 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 alternate reality that the stuff we wear and the, the restaurants we're seen at or eat at actually matters. I mean, unless it's like a beautiful dinner with like the beautiful friends and family, but you can also do that at home. You can do that at the the fish and chips on the beach, (laughs) you know, like it doesn't have to be expensive. So I think it's kind of like looking at what we're doing with our lives and what is stopping us from pursuing the dreams. If it's finances, are we able to just change the budget a little bit? And our perspective. (laughs) And our perspectives of of what you need. I mean, like, of course, if you're like, no, I'm just at bare minimum feeding my family you know, scraping by, that's a different story. I'm talking about when you have extra to buy these things that are not uh, life dependent. Mm. So I think it's always great to check in So sometimes and shift perspective. So what you're saying is sometimes our limiting beliefs are like things that we're afraid of losing and that maybe we don't need, we don't need them. 
which I think is an interesting thing to look at. If you're afraid of, you know, having less in order to follow your dream, in order to do something you actually truly love, mm. like what will maybe you're actually gaining so much? Well, it's kind of like that whole idea, like, you know, the tiny houses movement, uh, the having less stuff, having more life with less stuff, the not needing to keep up with the Joneses. Not needing to renovate your kitchen every five years or paint the walls every year unless, like, they're falling apart. I don't know. Like, it's like, I mean, I own a house and I feel like, yeah, the bathrooms need updating. Yeah, the kitchen needs updating. But do I need to do that right now? They're functional for sure, but they're not modern. They're old, but they're fine. They're working. They're practical. Am I going to pay for those renovations or am I going to book the Italian trip another seven weeks? Yeah, I'm going to book that trip and experience life. And I'm not saying yet, yeah, it's, it's nice to have a nice kitchen. We love to cook. So one day I'm going to renovate that kitchen and it's going to be great, but not right now. <laughs> now we're talking about Italian trips and yeah. not, not limiting your beliefs that you can't go on to Italy. Well, yeah, I got distracted with the stuff. <laughs> I took, look, this this is going everywhere. This is what happens when we don't have a plan for the podcast. And today we do not have any plan. We don't. This is how we used to run the podcast all the time. But and, I started and making started plans. plans. Um, which is another thing that you could potentially do when you are finding that you are lacking self-belief and lacking confidence. Sometimes what you need is a plan. Sometimes we can get so uh, wrapped up in that end result in like, how am I ever going to get there? What's the point? Why should I even begin? This is something that I've been sharing a lot with our teacher trainees. Like time's going to pass anyway. Like it's going to pass. And I I remember having these like conversations with about this with myself um, way, way, way back when I got my uni degree and I was thinking, oh, like I don't, I don't know, like I don't want to do it. And I was like, it was only actually a year. I only had to do a year of uni because I'd already got like uh, whatever that thing is, recognized prior learning. And I was like, it's a year, Carl. Like a year's going to pass like that. Just do the uni degree. And it did pass and I got my degree, but I mean, I didn't really enjoy that. So, so maybe that's a bad example. But I think when we look at this, when we, when we kind of say, oh my God, it's going to take so long for me to get there. Like what's like, no, it's like, isn't that what life is about? Isn't life about experience things, like experiencing things? And so if time's going to pass, it's like, well, you may as well be doing something that you actually want to be working toward. Like our teacher trainees. Even if some of them are going to take a year, some of them have done it in four months, amazing. Some of them are going to take a full year. It doesn't matter. They're going to enjoy the learning process. And then in the end, they're all going to get their certification. And then if they want, they can go and teach yoga now. And they got to do something that they truly cared about, but only because they didn't let that idea of taking time stop them. Mm. And I mean, like all these things create our limiting beliefs, don't they? Maybe it's not that belief of like you suck or you're so mm. bad at this. Maybe it's that I don't have time or I have better things to do with my time or I can't possibly do that with my time. Uh, like our limiting beliefs are always there really and they come up as different things that you might not even recognise as limiting beliefs. Yeah, maybe. It, yeah, I think that's a really interesting one. Like I don't have time to do that. Like do you really? Or maybe you do. Maybe you just have to change your priorities. Yeah. Like, because really time is time, right? 
What is time? Time is nothing. Time is a made up concept. <laughs> but really, it's just that maybe you need to alter your schedule. Maybe you need to inform the people in your household, in your circle, hey, I can't do this anymore. Hey, I need to switch up our kind of like weekly chores. Or can you cover this while I work on this? And it's also recognizing that maybe this kind of thing you want to work towards might appear like you're going backwards. It might be like, okay, I'm going to dedicate my focus on this project. That means I have less time on these projects and they might fall a little behind, but it's for the greater good. It's because I know I'm going to be happier. It's because I know this is going to amplify this amazing aspect of my life. So it's kind of being okay with other areas to maybe take a backseat and accepting that and knowing that after the year, the two years or however many time it is after the week, even it could just be one week, it'll all be worth it. Mm. Yeah, limiting beliefs pop up in many different ways. Yeah, so it's not always just like I'm not good enough for that, I could never do that, I'm not smart enough. It's like these almost excuses, isn't it? Like, mm. I don't have time for that. Uh, even like I don't have enough money for that. Like maybe we need to then shift like, well, are we thinking that it needs to look a certain way? Like for example, mm. like maybe it's it's like I don't know, you want to do what's an example of like spending a lot of money on something and not uh, having enough money? A, a holiday, a house. Yeah, uh, or even starting a business. Like I don't have enough money to yes, do that. Yes, true. And it's like, well, actually maybe you could do something. You could start one part of it for example you could build a website for under five hundred dollars and if you don't have the five hundred dollars well how could you save the five hundred dollars like make a plan and then you do have that and so if we just let ourselves stop at that thought of i don't have enough money to do this like i don't have enough money to build a website then we're not even giving ourselves the opportunity to see if something might work So if it actually is true, like say the belief is true, like right now I don't have enough money to build a website. Okay, noted. In your bank account, it's showing that you don't have enough money to build a website. What is one change you could make? Maybe you start to save like $10 a week towards this thing and then eventually you will have that money and then eventually you can pay for it. And then in the interim, you can start writing what you'll put on the website so you can actually begin before you even put money Mm -hmm. into it okay, this is my headline, this is my about me section, like look at another website. It's it's like you don't even need to get help. You don't need to hire anyone yet. Go to a website that you admire and build it off that framework, but just write the copy, write the words. Which takes so much time anyway and you'll be so grateful that you pre-did that. So this is the thing. It's like that's time. There's time, there's money, there's all these things in life that are important. Where are your limiting beliefs around is it about you as a person how you show up is it about your time is it about your financial situation is it about uh people and relationships do you feel like you're not good enough to find someone uh do you feel like the people that are coming into your life are the wrong people maybe you need to check in with your should be's they're limiting beliefs as well i should be with this type of person or i should be hanging out here only Like, I should only be going to these places. Like, should you? Who says that? That's you and your voice and whatever has come before. Maybe you need to let go of that. Shake off the should-be's. 
Maybe it's time to finally shake them off. Mm, should be is a total self-limiting belief. Yes. Should be. Because I should have this and I should have that and I should be here by now. And, like, what good does the should be's bring? It makes you feel less than. Unless they are, like, true inner goals and desires. Like, you know, if they're, like, these true, like, things you aspire to be. And but, maybe we change the word of should. Yeah, and maybe check in. Is it really? Are you sure? Because maybe it's more like this is what I'm working toward. I'm working toward X, Y, Z. Or this is where I see myself. This is what I would love to welcome into my yeah. life. Yeah, and then I think it's really important. Like when we have these goals and aspirations, it's also important. Equal kind of dedication as well to this. What have I achieved? What have I accomplished? What am I grateful for in this moment here and now? Look at all that is around you because this is so important because when we do focus on goals and achievements, sometimes you can get so focused on this, which is amazing for, you know, productivity and work. Yes, focus, work. But you need to recognize how much you already have and the contentment that you may feel because this puts a whole different energy around working towards your goals. I feel like it's so important Mm. because it is such a balance especially when you're ambitious. So sometimes when you're so ambitious, it actually puts you in almost that scarcity mindset of like, I don't have enough and I'll never have enough. And it's that grind and that hustle. And you always feel like you're just like, where's the next thing? Where's the next thing? But then if you can balance that out with a grateful mindset, with realizing how far you've come, like a little look, a little glance over your shoulder at the past and being like, wow, like, that's amazing. Like I did those things and I've achieved this and look what I have. I have like notice everything that you're grateful for. And then that puts you in that more abundant, more open mindset, which in turn kind of puts you in, in a great place for opportunity. I feel like in, in, you know, and it kind of then it puts you in a way better place. Don't you think like, I mean, throughout this teacher training, like you really connect to something beyond you and beyond kind of the, I don't know, the physical realm, obviously. Like it is a spiritual practice, yoga. Mm-hmm. Abundance and this 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 kind of stuff we're talking about, it opens up some channel. And, you know, if you're with me and you're nodding along, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that channel. You know that feeling though, right, where you feel like infinite possible. Like, wow. Yes, like, oh, my gosh, like, I can do this. Like, when you tap into that, that is something special. And when you create from that feeling and you have that channel from, like, something higher, something beyond you, it's like no tomorrow. Like, whoa, that is a magical creation manifestation where, I don't know, the results are extraordinary and the limiting beliefs are so minute. Like they just fade away into the background because you have risen above them. Like that is the goal. Maybe not always, but to come back to that again and again. Mm. And I just think that even if we then took the same action, depending what kind of mindset you were in, even if in the same mindset, whether it was this abundance and this awe and this wow, or whether it was this self-limiting and this like, Oh, I'm always slogging away, like I'm never going to get there and blah, blah, blah. Even if we took the same action, then wouldn't we do the action in a total different way? And isn't that what life is, like how we do things in the journey from A to B? Like When we get to B, listen, as we said, listen to the stories of the people that have come before us. You will hear 
the reoccurring thing is they get to to, to destination B and they are like, oh, <laughs> where's C? What's next? And this is the thing. I think this is the biggest thing of all. Like we can learn from every story really. Like where is the actual treasure? It's not at B. It's not at the end. The treasure is the journey. The line. That's the that the the treasure is the life. The treasure is the experiences. Treasure is real, but it's not in gold coins and jewels and excess. It's in experience. It's in connection. It's in creating. Creating. It's in that those that is the magic. I mean, like like the, you know, like even in the, the even in the moments of like for like the smallest thing, like this podcast, for example, this episode, like the magic for us is in this. In like us creating it in this moment, as soon as it's published, like that's magic for you. You're experiencing it in like in the publishing, right? You're listening, but the magic was in the creating for us mm. in the experience of making this. So then, when you reach out and tell us that you love oh, it, yeah. that's also some magic because some external validation goes a long way. <laughs> and then so it's like, and then so it's like, okay, so if your limiting beliefs are not even letting you get to the creating side because you're so focused on the result side and how like you're not going to have any results, mm. you're missing out on the actual magic. You're missing the point. Yeah, I mean. And the thing is, like, I just swear every story that you kind of, like, dig a little deeper into, like, this message is hidden in every single story. Why can't we understand it fully Mm. and better than we do? Because our mind is just like this, and this is, we'll come back to where we began, self-awareness. This is why we do the tools with the meditation, the yoga. We, we do, do the tools. We do, we the, do tools. the tools. Well, we do the action. We do the tools. We do the tools. Uh, so get on your mat. Get on in your meditation seat or whatever that is for you. Mm. Get in the ocean and let the things that don't matter fade away. Like in those moments, like find the tool that helps you realize what doesn't matter. And the tool the the secret <laughs> to a tool is that it needs to bring you into the present moment. It needs to guide you back here to the now, to the here and the now. So whatever that looks like for you, have that in your back pocket and go to that all the time, always, always go back to it. Have some kind of consistency, whether that's your daily walk, whether that is your daily meditation seat, your daily yoga practice, your daily Pilates class, your daily podcast sessions. Like, I don't know what it is for you, but figure that out because that's what you need and you need to tap into it again and again and again in order for us to quieten down these limiting beliefs and realize that they're not serving you and that they're stopping you from experiencing life. This one thing, this one opportunity. And this is the treasure. Yes. This is the magic. We got there in the end, didn't we? I feel like, you know, I don't know what we talked about. Was it a journey? (laughs) It was a journey. Uh, If you loved this episode, let us know. Uh, Give us a five-star review on whatever podcast app you're listening to. And if you have any requests for any topics that you would like us to dive into, also reach out on Instagram, on Facebook, or even email us, Emma or Carla at themerrymakersisters.com. We would love to hear from you. Otherwise, it's time for us to go and get into our Next creation mode of dot dot dot.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.